Hi, you've called Age. And Mitch. And this is Message on the Machine. Gritty conversations by smooth operators. You know what to do. Well, episode 20. I can't believe it. Two tens. That's us. So I'm one ten. Yeah. And you're the other. <laughs> and together... It's a big two zero. Which is funny because I think I actually would probably be maybe like... A six. No, I was going to say at least seven. Of <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, no, like maybe I would be like 15 and you'd be five. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> welcome everyone to uh, episode 20 of Message on the Machine. My name is Mitch. And my name is Age. And I actually can't believe in all seriousness that we've actually done 20 episodes. So. It's weird looking back at the catalogue and being like, God, there's a lot of man hours in there, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. And it's weird to like think, I remember doing the first three when we launched. And now, I mean, I know 20 is not that big in the scheme of podcast world, but it's a big deal for us. Oh, so, you know, pat on the back for you. Celebrate every milestone. Yeah. Small wins. Yeah. Soon we might get 20 listeners. Big dreams. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think we're, we're at 10 at the moment. Yeah, great. So, so thanks. Yeah. If you're listening out there, the 10 of you, thanks so much. Oh, well, if everyone tells a friend, we're there. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, hit me hard. What? Week? Is that what you're asking? Or? Yeah. Hit me hard. Where are we at? What are we up to? You're running this oh, show. Do you know, I have been so anxious today. Why? Well, I thought because I don't know if I discussed last week, but my um my work husband has flown the coop. I did hear greener pastures. Yeah. Um, it was it's been an emotional mm. journey for me, mostly just because I don't really know what I'm actually doing at work most of the time, <laughs> and he's really the bedrock of my career at so this point. So he brings the bacon, and you're just the trophy wife. <laughs> so I'm floundering basically. Yeah. So today was my first day without him. Uh huh. As a widow. Yeah. I actually wore all black yesterday <laughs> and I was walking around the office being like, I'm in mourning. Nobody talked to me. That's good. That's yeah. So it was good. funny. Um, you know me. Yeah. Love a gag. Yeah. Bit of classic humor. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was so anxious today and I thought, oh, it's because, you know, I'm recently single. Yeah. In this space. But I realized that I had actually had a coffee this morning and that oh. was probably the. <laughs> There it the is. Culprit. <laughs> you were going to ask, weren't you? Big bad caffeine yeah. monster. Yeah. Well, I was just early to work and didn't have a key and there was no one there. So I just had some time to kill. So I went to a cafe, had to order something. Yeah. I thought, what's going to do the least damage? So I got a small <laughs> half shot latte. <laughs> it rocked me for the rest of the day. I find that so funny. Do you know uh, how much coffee I drink? It's actually not that much in the scheme of things, but like compared to you. Well, what's the daily? Like how much? I'll have two before I leave for the gym in the morning at about 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, right. And then Fuck. I won't have another one, my third one, till about 10. Okay. And then cut myself off from there. I was going to say, I thought you were going to say, and then another one. And I order strong lattes. So there's two shots in each of those. So you're at six shots a day. Yeah. I've had a half shot and I'm still <laughs> toey. 12 hours later. <laughs> that explains all the trembling that's happening yeah, under yeah. the desk. The yeah. whole studio's rocking yeah. right now. Um, so yeah, that's basically been okay. me. I can't think of anything else because I'm just really trying to hold myself together here. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, Deep breath in and out. Yeah. Okay. So now is obviously a bad time to tell you that I'm leaving. Oh, don't you <laughs> the dare. podcast? <laughs> don't you dare? Yeah, the work husband is also. How dare here. you? Um, no, all right. Well, before I you leave, never. tell mm-hmm. me how was your week? My week was good. I actually would say that I had a I had a really nice weekend. It was probably the first one where I could really tick the box and say I was balanced because okay. typically, as you know, we can either send it to the high heavens and yes. 
or just do nothing really. It's, you know, sometimes... I don't know if I really am oh, familiar I, with that concept. Yeah, I'm not sure the last time we did nothing, but anyway, <laughs> I've managed to scale it back a little bit. Okay, great. Um, so still went out, wet the whistle, but put myself to bed by like one o'clock. Mm-hmm. The next day on the Sunday, spent the day at the beach, went for lunch with my best friend. Um, and that was really nice. Although, went Tell for this me. beautiful lunch. Okay. And like, it was a really chill, beautiful, relaxed day. We then went to the beach after. I went to the South Melbourne market at, to Clay Pots, if anyone knows it. In sure. Melburnians. Yeah. Gorgeous. Bit seafood. of a reco there, is it? That's yeah. a bit of a reco. For the locals. And anyway, so I'm on the beach, pretty much just fell asleep, woke up, all is well. And then before I knew it, my stomach was just churning. Um, and I know that... That's you... a half shot latte for you there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know that feeling. Yeah, well, that's... And then I was like, fuck, like, I think I'm genuinely... I'm going to shit myself. Oh. It was turned into... It turned into, like, oh, I'm a bit sore to, like, this is a shit myself moment. And, mayday, like, the mayday. beaches... Yeah, mayday, mayday. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, literally ran to the toilet. And then what's fucked is I went to the toilet, came back, and then she got up and looked at me and was like, where were the toilets? I've got to go. Oh so, God. obviously, something might have been a bit wrong with our lunch. So, clay pot's not so hot. Clay pots, delicious to taste, but we thought maybe it was just like a bit oily. You know, something's like really oily. Okay, yeah. Just upset the yeah the yeah the constitution after some drinks. You know, day before. Yeah, anyway, right. Probably oversharing, but you know the rules. Of the <laughs> yeah, pod- I'm just pleased you're on a roll. Continue by yeah, all the means. rules of the podcast. There's nothing off the table, <laughs> yeah. so neither of my my bows. So yeah, thanks, great. Right. perfect. Well, so tell me, um, what have you googled? Googled. Um, the last thing I googled actually mm. was. It's a very Adrian Google. Oh, what is the symboli- symbolism of a moth? <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you Google the symbolism of some random object? <laughs> things in my life. In your life. Obviously looking for some sort of sign of all course. the time. Um, basically, for everyone playing at home who wants to know, the symbolism of moth, it actually means like a transformation is coming or change. Right. And also holes in your blazer. Potentially. Yeah. No, well, what happened was I woke up the other day and it was like five in the morning, sleep in the eyes, flick the first light on. And I usually lay out my clothes for work and stuff that I'm going to bring to the gym with me the next day. Mm. And I look over at my pile of clothes and there's a giant moth just sitting on my t-shirt that's hanging. And I was like... (gasps) But it was the most bizarre thing because I wasn't scared by it. And it was actually kind of like pretty to look at. Anyway. Then if I, I saw like, a moth on my clothes, <laughs> my reaction would not be like, I'm going to Google what you mean. <laughs> and then I was like, well, what do I do with it? I don't want to squash it on my top. I need to wear that top today. It was huge. Yeah, right. Okay. Gigantic. Anyway, and I literally yelled out in the middle of my house, what the fuck am I going to do with you? <laughs> and it literally flew off my t-shirt onto my back door. And said, a change is coming. And... <laughs> Just landed on the back door and I opened the door and it flew out. Oh, great. And have you noticed any changes? Is that not fucked? I mean, it's just what a moth would do, I think, in that situation. (laughs) Any changes you've noticed since? They're coming. I can feel them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if not, he'll be back. I changed the toilet roll today. (laughs) Yeah, right. Well, there you go. He was right, Mr. Moth. Yeah, well, that's why you don't eat clay pots. No, that's right. (laughs) What did you Google this week? Mine's so dumb. (laughs) Oh, I'm not Googling symbolism. If the shoe fits. I just Googled the last, the actual last thing I Googled was Chinese hotline, crazy rich Asians. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know the scene in crazy rich Asians where, you know, they're at that cafe together 
Yeah. And the Chinese hotline of like, look who we've spotted here at this cafe gets back to Singapore within like 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. I was just talking about that concept in terms of the gays and they had no idea what I was saying. So oh, yeah. I was like, oh, I'll give you a visual. Could not find it for the life of me. Yeah. we are, The gays are a bit like that, hey? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Chinese whispers. Nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. There's a cup and string right behind <laughs> yeah, every oh corner. God. Bloody couldn't walk around with all these strings. Well, guys, it's a pretty exciting episode today. Um, it, we're talking about something very close to our home. Mm. Um, is that what the saying is? Well, close to home. Something within the wheelhouse, really, it's, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's a, it's a big one for us in the sense that it obviously, if you're not aware, is Pride Month uh, for the month of March, which is obviously in relation to gay pride. Yes. Um, it's not just like a pride of lions or something. <laughs> <laughs> just house proud. Yeah. You know? No, no, no. Uh, it is in reference to the LGBTQ community. So yeah. basically for anyone who also isn't aware, we have Mardi Gras Festival. Yes. Coming up this weekend. So by the time this comes out, it's actually going to have already happened. Um, so we're coming at you From smack the bang in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's all relevant for the month of, Mar- of March. So basically... We just wanted to talk about Mardi Gras because it's just really fun to talk about. So many different things, actually. One, it's super fun. Two, we're not going this year. And oh, there's not really the Mardi Gras that is supposed to be because obviously due to COVID. Not the MG we know and love. No. So we've um, decided to hang up the boots for one year. Yes. Um, but that's okay. They're in spirit. Absolutely. And I guess just in general, like it's obviously such an iconic and important event um, for the gay community. So we thought that we could come on here, obviously, and just share a little bit of that history as well, because that's obviously such a rich part of our culture. And um, I know that a lot of people, even I learned so much stuff just doing the research um, for this And do you know what? I think that... There is a bit of a responsibility for the gays, particularly anyone who goes to Mardi Gras, queer or otherwise, mm-hmm. to understand where it's come from, because Definitely. it's not just an excuse to go get fucked up with the ladies. Absolutely, which I think we'll... Touch on in a minute. We'll touch on in a minute, but yeah, you're 100% right. Yeah. There is a, like we said, it comes from a quite a dark past yeah. into an amazing light today, yeah. but you know, I think it's important to... Um, understand and respect where it came from. Well, on that note, I mean, I'm assuming that you've come in today with a bit of research under your belt. Oh, who, me? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, classic me of just coming in on prior knowledge and, um, you know, confidence. Yeah, but literally, just the confident tone in your voice. Yeah, basically. Well, I've got, like, a whole scripture. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to ask, can you tell me a little bit about, you know, the first one? Like, how did it start? Yes, Mitchell, I actually can. Please, take the floor. So, I guess, basically, it started back in 1978, right. in June. Which is kind of crazy, because that's like, what, I'm not great at maths, but I'm thinking 40 years ago? Not 50. that long. Let's round up to, like, say, 1980, like, 80s, so what's that, 20, 30, 40, yeah, you're right, yeah, good. Yeah, cool, great. Right. Glad we did that. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, um, it started back in June 1978, and it was just like a group of... Um, what they called like a gay solidarity group. So obviously mm-hmm. just like a minority group that sort of has come together. Yeah. Um, it was based around the fact that very similar to sort of the stuff that we saw this year mm-hmm. uh, or last year, I should say, with Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Um, basically, it was based around sort of police brutality against gay people mm-hmm. um, and their rights and being discriminated against and stuff like that. They just sort of came together and were like... We're not, we've kind of had enough. Sort of fuck this, isn't it? Like, we've got a voice. Yeah. 
um, which is kind of just the way, you know, we saw it last year in a very similar way, like something happened and, you know, people just crack because yeah. they've sort of been suppressed or, you know, beaten down on for so many t- so much time. So basically, yeah, they just found their voice and um, came together and sort of created what they called a... Um, like a march sure. i guess at the time or mm-hmm. a street a street festival street party were the yeah. words that they used they were sort of already congregating around throughout the day and then that night they all got together and marched behind this like huge truck yeah. down oxford street in sydney which mm-hmm. is where mardi gras is, um hosted every year yep to this day and basically they marched from just refer to my notes <laughs> sure bring them up they marched from taylor square right through to hyde park okay so down Oxford mm-hmm. and behind this truck that was like playing music and like a few people had decided to dress up this was like not a celebration at all like the way that we picture Mardi Gras today it was like well it's like a response to like a really serious issue and it's absolutely it's obviously such it's interesting that it's the police in particular that that's what I, I, guess, I thought sparked it because I mean having not been there it's pretty safe to assume that discrimination was coming from all sides definitely just as it happens for people of colour now, but it's the police that I guess, because you're supposed to be assuming that they would protect you and they're not, that's when it becomes a matter of like, we need to actually do something about this. Yeah. Well, a lot of the wording that's used in a lot of like the, you know, the articles and stuff that I read was like... The literature. Police. Yeah. Police and authority. So like, you know, it's obviously direction coming from a higher power it's not yep. just the police don't just come up with that you know on their own mm. um so that's pretty interesting and like quite fucked to hear but the parade along the way the police tried to stop it um and you know they were obviously being really violent and things like that and then it got to the end when they finished and they actually arrested the truck driver who was driving the truck playing the music yeah um and they tried to arrest like heaps of other people Mm. and ended up like violently like bashing a lot of them as well so quite a horrific scene um for the people who are just trying to you know be seen or be heard or express their rights yeah and it's the thing of that we we both kind of spoke about offline um which i think is almost the worst part of the whole thing that the day after they published the names and occupations of everyone who was involved in the march. Yeah, fucked. It's just like, it's, that seems way worse to me, to yeah, be honest. Absolutely. I think that was so shocking when we like read that because yeah. it was like, well, you know, you're out there sort of marching and protesting. Like, I understand why you're sort of, not under, I agree with it, but I understand why the police were sort of, you know, attacking. But then to follow on the next day and really punish you mm. for being you well people lost their jobs like Like, probably were kicked out of their families like it's just these repercussions that obviously no one gave a fuck about and yeah and i think for so many like thinking back to like what it would have been like back then you know think about how courageous it would have been to go to that march and Mm. be in it and then to be shut down like that like you know we've spoken about our coming out stories on here and been like how hard was that? But I couldn't even tell my friend and everyone turned around and was like, we love you and it's fine. And then I can go and march in this like amazing Mardi Gras, Mm. you know, just completely supported by everyone around you. Glitter fest. Yeah. And like, like the contrast is massive. So my question for you, do you think 1978 in Sydney, Mm -hmm. do you think you would have gone? I don't, nah, I don't think I would have. I I don't either. Knowing how hard it was for me already. And my only real qualm was like, you know, the, the textbook, like, suppressive mm. ethnic family. Yeah. Like, 
but the rest of the world kind of still likes loves me, mm. you know, and that was hard enough, let alone being living in a time where the world is hating on you, essentially. Yeah. Like, fucked up. It really just, like, like the videos we watched earlier... If yeah. you haven't, go check it out because I'll it's actually share the stuff. link. Yeah, I'll share the link um, to this. It's like a Google sort of like summary, I guess, of Mardi Gras as a whole, and it's pretty yeah. intense. But it's so interesting. Like it just like like I actually almost get a bit emotional thinking about it because the the way that we have had it is has been so easy, and Absolutely. it's because of that. You know, like mm. watching it, like you mm. hear about it, you mm. know people talk about it on occasion but like watching it unfold and like i guess the bravery of the start of mardi gras that's now just like yeah. so such a celebration was like such yeah like it i guess looked down upon event absolutely for so long and when you go if you do happen to go and um look at this google link that we'll share with you the contrast in the scenes at the beginning where they talk about like the start of Mardi Gras versus the end are so different that you kind of, it kind of almost not taints where we are now. You obviously appreciate it, but it makes you realize like, wow, it's really important because yeah, I think honestly the opposite, like I think it makes it better. Well, I just feel like you can't, it definitely makes it better, but I guess what I'm saying is you can't, I don't think it's fair to celebrate without understanding why. Yeah. I agree with that. Knowing the history. Yeah, Mm. I agree with that. I think, though, we should never be like, oh, Mardi Gras, we shouldn't celebrate because of the sadness of the past. I think that is the reason that we should be celebrating. Absolutely. Cover me in glitter from head to toe. 100%. And we know that, like, these people who have come before, forefathers and mothers and others, they are the reason that we're celebrating. Absolutely. Absolutely. Something that was really interesting that... Um, for me, I guess the takeaway that I had, like you said, getting emotional, like last year, you know, we spoke about, um, I think in our wrap up episode, the Mm -hmm. Black Lives Matter movement. And at the time I mentioned saying, I did say, I found it hard to comment because I couldn't really relate. Yeah. A part of me related watching the scenes of Mardi Gras and what had happened there and the discrimination that the gays felt back then. Um, because, and like, it's funny, it's interesting that and sad to see that that kind of continued on into today's culture for people of color, because, you know, in those scenes that we watched in our research for today, they were shouting, the people who were protesting were shouting like, um, gays, gays, blacks and women or something like the three minority groups that they were shouting. Yeah. And it is like the thing that like, obviously the struggles of those three groups are so different, but the fact that they're still oppressed is there and it's the same. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that chant like struck a nerve with me too, for sure. Absolutely. And oppressed by your, by the higher, like the government, I guess, or the, the authorities, as they say, like the people, like you said, Mm. like police and those people who are here, and represent protection. Yeah. I think that's the part that fucks with you the most. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. So, I guess fast forwarding. Yeah. To... Because, you know, <laughs> like we said, we can't... We're not going to say in the past and not celebrate. Can't dwell on it. Aware, not afraid, you know. That's us. Yeah. Um, so, moving forward now. And I'm actually going to announce something that's pretty fucked <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for you to drop this elephant out of the room. <laughs> After all of that petitioning. Yeah. I've Tell actually, the people, confess. I've actually never been to Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> Such a piece of shit. 
Yeah, so big age, big gay rights activist that he is has never yeah. actually attended one of the biggest gay festivals no, in the world that's an hour away from home. Literally. So every year, without fail, something stops me from going to this fucking event yeah. and my heart breaks every year. All of my friends hear about it. I'm bitching it, moaning. One year, I don't know which year it was, but I had a wedding, I think. Oh, well, that's homophobic. On the weekend of Mardi Gras. And I remember saying to the bride, are you fucking serious? <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> and she was like, are you serious right now? And I was like, yes. I was like, and I couldn't, like, I'd already committed, like, yeah, before right. I even knew that that was the weekend of Mardi Gras, like the dates, are, you know, because people announce their weddings 700 years yeah. in advance. You just need to be looking at first weekend of March. I was just going to be like, hun, I'm really sick and just be rocking, like, some leather chaps. <laughs> yes, <laughs> down <laughs> Oxford Street. <laughs> So, yes, every year I've actually never managed to be there. So, you are definitely going to be leading the charge. I want to know. Great. So, I'm for once the expert. I know. Wow. Oh, God. I feel yeah. like the pressure a little bit. I should have prepared some notes. <laughs> so, I want to know. Yeah. Tell me. What are we doing? We're preparing to go. Take me back. Like, Okay. So, obviously, Mardi Gras, the thing that's televised and the thing that I think gets a lot of attention, particularly from the gay men, yes. is the main party. Yes. And so the main party of Mardi Gras is obviously the evolution of this march that then turned into a parade throughout the years. Yeah. And um, I think we were talking before that the party originally started as a fundraiser. That's right. To first of all fund the parade. Yes. And second of all create a bail fund for anyone who got arrested during Mardi Gras, which is just like... Huge. Huge. Like... It's just so a testament to, like, when there's a gay, there's a way. You know? Imagine, like, that, imagine, and it's so funny going back, reading all of, like, the posters and the things from, like, back in the 80s. It was like, you can be a part of um, the community as long as you're, you, you don't have to be gay, but as long as you support gay rights and you just want to have fun. It's yeah. like, a gay person definitely wrote this. <laughs> That's what my plaque would say. Yeah. Um, so there's the event. Yes. It's a lot of dressing up. It's a lot of, like... You know, it's like this dress-up party on steroids. Mm. And I, you know me, love a dress-up. As do you. Yes. As we know. Watch Halloween if you need any more proof. Literally. Um, Or listen, I should say. Sorry, forget the medium sometimes. Um, (laughs) But obviously there's a lot of prep that goes into it. Who's the group? Where are we staying? What are we doing? What's happening? What events are we going to attend? So have you actually marched in the parade? I actually haven't. Okay. I was going to last year. Um, but it just did Mardi Gras. Sorry, did Mardi Gras run last year? Yeah, because of COVID, the week before COVID hit. Oh wow! So I went to Mardi Gras last year. You know, there was ten thousand people at the main event. Two weeks later, we were in lockdown. That's right. That was the week. That was the year of the wedding. Yeah. Sorry. The timing. Yeah, I remember about it. Yeah. If if you thought that God hates gays, explain that to me. Literally, because I've got some things to say. All right. So just on the parade, then quickly. Us, message on the machine. Yeah. Giant float, giant telephone. Oh, we could. Yeah. We could. Some of, the para- some of the floats are like six people. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't need anyone else. No, but we could we could get some dancers organised. <laughs> okay. So if you want to audition to be on the, our float, yeah, please, please send us, us a message on the machine. Yeah, leave us a message on your machine. Yeah. And a video of you dancing. I mean, one of the parade, I don't, it's not really a float. It's more just a section. Yeah. Dykes on bikes. Just, yeah, right. It's just a few lezzers on motorbikes. So realistically, we just need to get a giant styrofoam phone yeah. that we can <laughs> sit in the top of. Yeah. A couple of mics. Yeah. Done. Just wave out to the crowd. Watch this space, ladies. 2022. <laughs> We're on it. 
Okay, so we parade down Oxford Street. So you parade down Oxford Street. Yep. Obviously, um, that's also when you're prepping for the main event, which is the after party. Of, uh-huh. And that is just... Because this is where all the big stars are. Am I right? Well, I... um, Because there's been some big names that have played at this... Like, cause yeah, now oh, I thought in- you meant in the crowd. I turned to my right one year and Courtney Act was standing next to me. <laughs> oh, that's out cool. of drag. Oh, um, that's cool. She's just trying to kiss Twinks, basically, all night. <laughs> but um, no, definitely, they get some huge names at, yeah. um, you know, Kylie's now, done it. It's international, this event now. It's not just an Australian 100%, celebration. Yeah. Like, Sid- Sydney Mardi Gras is oh, big, big. The gays assemble. Yeah, yeah. Um, so last year was a trio. They had Sam Smith, Dua Lipa, and Kesha. Fuck me up. Seriously. You fuck me up. Like, so good. Oh my God. It was like a death circle trying to get to the front of the line for those three. I was three. watching people's stories. I remember at this wedding in the bathroom just being like, <laughs> this is fucked. Sam Smith is in like a giant dress and has just been elevated up into mm. the ceiling. And I'm... Yeah. Well, I'll make a comment because, you know, the the attraction... I think I've actually mentioned this in a prior app. The attraction was obviously Dula Peep. Like, she was the headliner. Yeah. It was very much featuring Sam and Kesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Sam Smith just completely stole the show. Oh, his voice. And I think that the reason for that, though, was that, as we've touched on, there's so much history and, like, pride around the event of Mardi Gras that if you're not queer or very heavily queer associating, Mm -hmm. you just don't really get it. Yeah. And so, like, Dua, she was up there. She did a great set, pitch perfect. Yeah. But then Sam came out in this dress just in tears about how he never thought he'd be able to do this and how it was the most special night ever. Huge. And everyone is just like feeding off this energy and it was just like... I'm a huge Sam Smith fan and I would have been in tears watching him. I was in tears. I would have just been a mess. Someone came up to me and said, I've never seen you so happy. (laughs) And I was like, I don't think I have been. Because it is just like this energy and it's not even just at any event... And this is the thing that I think is really hard to articulate about Mardi Gras and the reason that it it has that thing mm-hmm. is that there's this energy all through Sydney of just like, be who you want to be, love who you want to love, yeah. so, everyone's here to support you. So like the gay Saturday night, nightclub energy, yeah. D floor, yeah. freedom, like we've spoken yeah. about before. Times, times, times. Amazing. Yeah. Um, I guess though, like the thing that, you know, it gets my goat about Mardi Gras is mm. it's obviously an event that has very much filtered into the conscious of straight people. Yes. Which is great. Yeah. We love the straights. Yes. Especially the two of us. We're huge yeah. advocates for you all. Yeah. Love them. But I just feel like there's people who just come to sort of be like, this is an excuse to mm. have a good time without really understanding. I was going to ask you about this. The first 20 minutes of this episode. Yes, because I was actually chatting with a group of people about this the other day, about Mardi Gras, and Mm. someone actually asked me, do you get offended that um, straight people go and just attend and just think it's a huge party? Yeah. And I said, look, it's contextual, because I think that there's obviously a difference between a straight ally and a straight uneducated person attending a party. Yeah. Um, well, I like the first year that I went, I was walking to the, one of the events or whatever. I was wearing not much. Yep. A couple of bits of string tied around, you know, essential areas. Plenty. Wearing plenty. And there's like six girls who were just like in a group, also dressed up. They looked great. I'll give them that. Yeah. 
came over and were like, oh my God, are you guys gay? You look so cute. Uh, and I was like... There it is. <laughs> yeah, okay. And I was like, you know, let's converse. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, are, you're obviously going to the event. Like, I can't imagine there's anywhere else you'd be going dressed like that. Yeah. Like a space hooker. Um, <laughs> and they're like, yeah, like, you know, we've always just wanted to go. Um, we just heard it's like the funnest time, which is all fine. But yeah. I was like... I was like, well, like, do you know, do you know any gays? Do you know any lesbians? Any, yeah, any anything? Oh, no, 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 no. We're just here to have fun. Like, we're just here to get fucked up. Like, yeah. you know, and that's like fine. But it's just, you know, those people. Yeah, they're at the club. They're Definitely. on the podium. Yeah, they're on a hen's night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're here to just like hang out with the gays. Hang out with the gays. You guys are so funny. Yeah. And cute. Oh my god. Will you make yeah. out with me? I'm getting married tomorrow. Oh my god. You're all so hot. Yeah. Well, take your shirt off. I can't believe you like how many hot boys are in one room. Let's take a photo. Shut up. Shut up. Because what you don't realize in that moment is that. We're just actually normal fucking people. Mm. And I don't really want to be made belittled of, I guess. No. Like, Regardless of how ridiculous I may look in that moment. I may have a giant pink tutu on. Yeah. Six inch heels. <laughs> and nothing else. And my bare hairy ass out. <laughs> and I don't want you to comment on it. Please do not. <laughs> no, but like not, not trying to, you know, fight anyone's fight here. But there is an element of that, I guess. Mm. You know, that we battle every day, not just at totally. Mardi Gras, But yeah, I think that um, it would be nice if the people who were celebrating at those events mm. had that little bit of enriched history. Well, it's just like, you know, I mean, as we've found out today, it's a quick Google mm. just to get the key points, just to understand, I guess, the space that you're entering yeah, and what that means to us and how that should be respected. Nail on the head there, Dal. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Thank you. I'm not going to even add another thing to that. It's not like you. <laughs> I know. Which is the first time ever. Episode 20, you know, try something new. Yeah. Just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> okay. So I want to know then, because there's obviously, we've marched, we've cried, all of those <laughs> yeah, God, it's highs and lows. Fucking. But are we having sex? <laughs> well... Um, the general populace on me. <laughs> because there's a lot of dick floating around. Oh, well. It's, all, it's assembled all from across the world. It's a charcuterie board. <laughs> Let me tell you. Lucky dip. Yeah, lucky dip. Um, obviously, it's a very sexually charged weekend. Well, look, the gays, like, we're often all, always sexually charged. Yeah. So, imagine. Yeah. And, you know, there are people walking around. Once you're inside a venue, mm. it's sort of clothes optional. Yeah. Like. Like most... Yeah. Most gay events, yeah. but yeah. You know how it is. Yeah, But yeah, it's yeah. in like completely optional. Yeah, nice. You know. Mm. You know, I'm painting a picture. We've actually, we're going to come back and unpack that, I think, because we've got a um, episode up our sleeve that we're going to do for you guys, which is going to be a bit of an eye-opener, I think. For, <laughs> God. Appeal behind the curtain of the dark the, room. Yeah, for the future, but yeah. Yeah. Pinning that. Yeah, okay. Um. So, obviously, yeah, there's a lot of sex happening. Yeah. Um... You know, that weekend is fueled by Viagra. Yeah, great. Um, Sponsored. <laughs> for me? Yeah, but um, I was going to say, just go back a step, though. so much. <laughs> I just... Well, you know me. I, I go out on a mission to have a good time. You're out with the gals. I'm out with the gals, particularly yeah. at Mardi Gras. I'm surrounded by the gals. Yeah. You know, it gets to a point in the night where the gals start to peel off yeah. to b- bump uglies with other gals, and I yeah. have to go find new gals. I was going to say, we should just preface by saying that... 
for the purpose of this, gals are not those gals that we talked about that are annoying. Gals yeah, no, are, no, no, no. Gals are our boyfriends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gals male are the boys. The men. Yeah. Our gay male friends. <laughs> so, I, I mean, last Mardi Gras, I'll tell you, I'll tell a bit of a story Yeah, time. please do. So, I was pretty close one night. It was the first big night out. Getting it in. A guy who I'd actually met at the Mardi Gras the year before, mm. who tried to take me home that year as well, but I was feeling really sick and I was scared I was going to vomit on him if I went home with him. So that didn't happen. Classic. Because he had really bad breath. And I thought that's going to tip, <laughs> that's going to tip me over the edge. That's all you need. <laughs> so beautiful man, terrible breath. Oh. Cancelled. A year later, yep. we meet up again. It was very much like, meet me at the top of the Empire State Building in a year. Yeah. If it happens, we'll root. Please pick up some gum yeah. on the way. <laughs> You've had a year to brush your teeth. So I find him... You rock up with like a bottle of Listerine. Like, <laughs> One minute. I was expecting you. <laughs> um, so he's, he's found me a year later. Yeah. Still obviously keen. It was early in the night. I said, come find me at the end. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm busy. Mm-hmm. You know, things to tick off, people to see. Yeah. Um, and then he found me at the end of the night and was like... And I had already said to a friend, I think this guy's a bit weird. <laughs> Probably don't let me go home with him. Good. I like that you're looking out for your future self. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously it gets to the end of the night. Everything starts to wind down. He, Beelines, is like, I've been waiting. It's the end. Let's go. My teeth are fresh. Yeah. And I was like, okay, um... Yeah, let's go. Yeah. And my friend came over and was like, I don't think you want to do that. And I was like, fuck off, I'm going. <laughs> Another classic. <laughs> me. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> yeah. So we go, because he's, we're at a pool party, party. I was clothed. He was just wearing a Speedo. Yeah. Nothing else. We go to the cloakroom. Um, he gets pulled into the cloakroom, like behind the scenes. Oh. And I was like, God, what is happening? Like, do they find a knife in his... <laughs> Back pocket, like what's going on? He comes out and he's like, "They've lost all my stuff, everything gone." He had his phone and his speedo and a bandana around his neck. Get fucked. Yeah. So worst nightmare, like losing your luggage. Yeah. So I was literally. <laughs> <laughs> he's gone, cut his flight from the pool party, and he's, he's standing in the turnstile, been... and he's just standing there by himself when everyone in, else gets lost in a dark room. Yeah, so I was like, do you know what? Maybe it's not the night. It must be a sign. He's like, no, 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 no. It's fine. I will just walk home. And I was like, well, I can get us an Uber. The least I can do. You know, you're naked. You've got nothing. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, it's really close. We'll just walk. It's around the corner. Like you don't need clothes to have sex. Well, that's it. It was just all going to end up on the floor anyway if the evening went as planned. And the rest is up to him. Um, so we start on this walk to home. Mm-hmm. 10 minutes pass, still wandering. Suddenly we're facing an enormous park. Oh, it's yeah. just on the other side. Fuck. Walking through this park and he's really, really drunk. Like, uh-huh. struggling to string a sentence together. <laughs> Again, really good looking. It's not doing him any favours oh, at the moment. It's always the way, isn't it? You can't have it all. Yeah. Fucking and he kept being shit. like, God, you're so perfect. You're so perfect. Oh, that would make me vomit. And you know what? You'd think that I would enjoy that, but it just was making me a bit uncomfortable. <laughs> and I was like... After the sixth time, At maybe. one point, I stopped him in the middle of this park, and I was like, can you cut that out? I'm deeply flawed. <laughs> and so, we're walking. 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Gets to about 40 minutes of oh, this walk. And I'm like, this off. is fucked. You don't even have shoes on. Like, what the hell? What the hell? What the shit? 
What the fuck, what cunt? What the fuck, cunt? <laughs> and then he's... I was like, do you even have a key? Oh, And he goes, don't. oh, fuck. Oh, I would have just been like, get me back to my friends. Yeah. So I'm like over it, but I'm like, I'm this far in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like... Yeah, fuck, like... Invested. You're also a bit of wounded yeah. bird. Like, he's literally got nothing. Yeah. yeah. If you're running a 1500, you don't pull out of the 1200. A beautiful, dumb man with nothing but a speedo. <laughs> yeah, like, literally. do you leave him in the park? It's to... Mardi Gras, so he hasn't eaten anything for eight days. He'll probably get hit by a bus if he strays oh, the wrong way. literally. And so, then he calls his roommate, and he's like, hey, are you up? I don't have a key. Yeah. Roommate's like, yeah, yeah, no worries. I'll leave the door open. I'll stay up for you, blah, blah, blah. How far away are you? Oh, like 20? An hour's walk. <laughs> so we walked for an hour to this house. I can do the quick math. An yep. hour. Yeah. Well done. That. And so we get to the house. Lovely home. Terrace. Blah, blah, blah. You know, mm. Sydney real estate. Would have been a bomb. Yeah. Get into his room. It was the messiest oh, room. don't even go there. I have ever <laughs> seen in my <laughs> life. Like, I was obviously wasted my jaw still hit the floor. <laughs> I'm talking like eight different McDonald's bags, <clears throat> dirty bongs, just dishes, oh. food all over the place, Honestly. clothes everywhere. Like it was jaw dropping. Like I was gobsmacked. It was like a meme. Who brings someone back to that? Well, he obviously had forgotten because he walked into the room and in his drunken, fumbling, half-standing state, <laughs> starts trying to clean it up. In oh, it just gets worse. If this isn't the ick, if I've ever heard. Oh my God. And so I, at, the, at that point, just left. I was like, I'm really sorry. I've got to go. That fucking I'm like, oh. I made it for the hour walk. I made it all the way through. I got stepped <laughs> one foot into that room and I was like, nah, it's not for me. Not worth it. At that it. point, though, you've got to weigh it up. Like, I've come this far, I've invested the hour. Oh. Do I see past the McDonald's bags? Yeah. Get the D? Or do I just, I can't physically go. I wouldn't have probably been able to go through it with it either, if that oh makes me feel better. See past the McDonald's bags? I'd have to shut my eyes. Like, the bed is covered. Like, You'd be having even sex, see the bed. sex on the paper bag. Oh, my God. I'd be like, I'd rather just eat these nuggets, to be honest, and just these hit the road. three days old nuggets. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's oh. been pretty much my experience every time I've tried to sleep with someone at Mardi Gras. Great. Um, I'm not for every time I've gone. Perfect. So, you know, win some, you lose some. That's okay. Have a great time anyway. Well, I guess moving forward... Mm. You know, I think we'll make a pact. Oh, obviously, I'm going to fucking come to the next one because I can't keep one doing podcasts about things that I don't. <laughs> yeah, next year, we're doing Mardi Gras version two. Still haven't made it, but I hear yeah. it's a blast. And obviously, as we promised all the listeners, we're going to have the float with the several dancers. Well, like, yes. I'm picturing like a Prince Ali, mm. just like a big, you know, African elephants. Like, oh, the, yeah. whole menagerie. the whole menagerie. Yeah, we've got yeah. fireworks going. There's ribbons, there's streamers, we're throwing glitter. Yeah. I'm Perfect. probably being sick. <laughs> you and I just dressed up as two tele- giant telephones. Yeah. <laughs> kind of see it. Not sexy at all. Yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, no, but I think obviously, so this year, it's, it is running this year. It is running in a very reduced capacity yes. as the world is. Something that we do know about it though, which I'd love to discuss and get your opinion on. Sure. It's not going to be at Ox- Oxford Street this year. Yeah, so they've moved it to a stadium. Which, which is a I- bit- feel like is a bit misguided almost. Well, so I, obviously it's a COVID-based decision. Yep. Which I think 
is a little bit contradictory in the sense that like, yeah. if you're allowed to walk around in a stadium, why aren't you allowed to walk around on the street? Well, we I walk around on the street every day. My theory, <laughs> putting the business hat on for a minute. Hit me. Obviously, every official event is cancelled. Uh, they need to make money somehow. Yeah. And no one makes money from a free parade. So they're obviously being like, where can we hold it at a venue that we can sell tickets to this parade? Which I get and I understand and I respect, but I think that would be the reason that they've decided to put it in a stadium rather than be like oh, free so for all down Oxford. Do you think it was the organisers of Mardi Gras that put it in the stadium? I thought it was a, the government saying that they had to. I don't really know the ins and outs of government policy. I guess like... I guess the controversy, though, is that it's been removed from Oxford Street at the end of the day is yeah. what the issue is, which is obviously the iconic... The spiritual home. ...location, as we've all just learnt mm. this episode. Thank you for History with Age. Thank you so much. Uh, so, okay, so we'll be going to the new one in 2022, we hope. Yeah, but fast-forwarding beyond that, mm. 2023, <gasps> Marky calendars, ladies. I know. Yeah, so you didn't know this. Obviously, my calendar is actually marked. Yeah. 2023, Sydney has won the bid for World Pride. Yes. Did you tell me this? Yes. So, it's pretty much like it's an Olympic-style bidding process. Yeah. Where you have to prove that your city is worthy of hosting it. It's huge. That's huge. massive. Huge. I so mean... I'd be happy to sit out the 2022 one and just wait for my debut at 2023 oh, that might point. need the extra year to warm up. Okay, fine. True. Do you know what, though? I feel like kind of great for you to also be showing up at World Pride when... It's a lot of out-of-towners, assuming yep. that, you know, someone can get on a flight by this point. It'll be a very interesting world, Pride. <laughs> yeah, just, just us. Just our world. <laughs> just Sydney. <laughs> State borders are shut. Yeah. Um, but it'd be great for you to know your way around. Yeah, cool. Mm. All right. Yeah. Well, fingers and toes, girls. Yeah. Speaking of events uh, that... I guess have been sort of cancelled slash moved around. So obviously Melbourne, the whole reason I guess that Mardi Gras is on is obviously it's on from the history and whatever, but it's part of Pride Month. <laughs> history <laughs> and whatever. You know what I mean? It's a part of Pride Month, like we said at the start. So I guess there's obviously heaps of other, depending on where you live, if you can't, if you're not in Sydney and you're not going to that event, there are heaps of other um, events running probably in your state. Well, there always is. And that's kind of what I was touching on at the start is that Mardi Gras is not just like this, um, party for gay men like no. it goes for a whole month there's yeah. so much happening there's like film festivals on there's like you know probably arts and crafts yeah. with the lesbians all the elements of the lgbtq community come i would alive. assume some kind of gay book club would be happening absolutely yeah which we could really sink our teeth into created yeah. <laughs> uh but no so obviously in melbourne if you live in melbourne you probably have heard of or been to the midsummer festival mm. which is uh usually held um, the, well, the, the main event is held in the gardens down by the Yarra River. Mm. And it's basically just like a huge, very similar to like Sydney's Fair Day, uh, if you know what that is. But it's like a huge sort of like live show, live music, kind of like festival. All the action, yeah. Yeah, I guess. And I think... All of those things you mentioned, like all the different tents of arts and crafts and this and yeah. that. But um, Midsummer is, like you said... A month long thing for Melbourne mm. and it's our Melbourne kind of version of you know what yeah. Sydney does I guess and I guess like what that kind of leads into is that you know prides happen everywhere mm-hmm. um, and I think that there is sort of a feeling that it's a bit exclusive or difficult to enter or whatever like yeah. you know very finding your gaze kind of moment definitely 
um, previous episode. Go back and check it out. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, but I guess, like, the tip would be that the whole point of everything that happens in any Pride Month in any part of the world is, like, everyone is welcome. Absolutely. Like, so, if you are wanting to get involved, but you're not quite ready to don the harness... Yes. You know, go find the book club. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like, you know... The the version in Melbourne that's run at Midsummer is a lot less intense than the, you know, Saturday night that is Mardi Gras in mm. Sydney with the parade and everything like that. It's a you know, it's still wild, it's still fun and wacky and people do dress up and things like that and there's drag shows and all that stuff, but it's Yeah, because know, they want to. Yeah. And if they don't, then don't But it's fine. People yeah. also there's like also full of families who go down there with their dogs and their children and like have a picnic for the day. Like yeah. it's a full you know, it's an open forum, like you said. Um Midsummer is actually in partnership with um, the Art Centre this year. Oh, cool. And they're going to host their event down at the Sydney Maya Music Bowl instead of doing the typical event. So, obviously, that can't run because of COVID. Mm-hmm. So, if you are interested in that, um, then head to the Midsummer Facebook page. All the information's on there. But basically, they're doing like a two-night performance, all the usuals, like we said, comedy, arts, um, drag, music, uh, it's going to be on Friday the 30th of April and um, the 1st of May. So, And the tickets will be available later this month. So it's a little bit pushed out a little bit, I think, obviously, just because of restrictions. But, yeah, it's nice to know that they're still able to do something. I think similar to what you mm. mentioned about Sydney, like they obviously have to go into a venue to be able to manage crowds and whatever. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, but I think that's really nice. So, yeah, if anyone's interested in Midsummer this year in Melbourne, that's what's going to be happening. Thank you for the plug. No worries. <laughs> you know me. That's the, and that's the final page in my <laughs> yeah, stat deck. It's just like, God, you've really... Um, you've you got a side hustle sponsorship from Midsummer that you haven't told me about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, got to represent my people. Well, that's it. That's lovely. No, they do a great job every year. And it is all <laughs> non-for-profit and like, you know, yeah. a lot of volunteers who do work for um, the festival. And they do... a amazing job and we go there and get fucked up every year so it's the least we could do yeah so props to you (laughs) oh well on that note Mitch what have you learnt this episode because there was a bit there well look I mean I feel like a lot of what I learnt this week came pre-record um one thing that I just love is that this whole party that like 10,000 people go to every year started because people were raising money to just get gays out of jail (laughs) I know that is just like the most the gayest way of thinking ever. Isn't like, it? Just pull our money in and if one of us go, gets down Literally. by the cops, we'll just bail you out. God, it'd be great to still have that now. You just never know when you might need it. <laughs> Get out of jail free card. <laughs> yeah, please. Get out of gay jail free card. <laughs> what about you? What have you learned this week? Uh, I learned... I learned that <laughs> if you're drunk enough, you'll follow a man in a speedo <laughs> through a park for over an hour <laughs> in an attempt to suck his dick. But... Yeah, well, you know, only if he calls me perfect. And then... Turn to the nuggets at the end. <laughs> Isn't that just me? Classic. Yeah. After also telling your friends, don't let me go home and do that. <laughs> don't like, tell me what to do, more importantly. Dead. That's so funny. We won't be doing any of that on our debut. Oh, no, no, no. No. I'll be very well behaved, as I always am. I'm still serious about the dancers, so if anyone wants to send <laughs> yeah, in please. their CVs... Send us a quick video of you strutting this stuff we're gonna need to start prepping now we're looking for passion not skill yeah so anyone's welcome i want to see the glimmer in your eye yeah exactly um well well, on that note should we wrap i think we will thank you so much for listening everyone it's hopefully been an insightful episode for you no matter if you're gay straight or any of the otherwise yeah um 
please, if you are listening for the first time, make sure that you hit subscribe or follow based on whatever platform you're listening on. And also leave us a review if you're on Apple Podcasts because we do love to see what you guys think. Please do. Please do. And then head over to the Instagram. It's at message on the machine. Chuck us a follow, like all our pictures, spam like them so I can I get a visual on you. Yeah, so we just know who <laughs> the real fans are. No, but um, if you did enjoy this episode or any of our others, please screenshot and share them to your Instagrams or send it to a friend because that is how we grow and that's what we love. Thank you so much. That's it, guys. Well, thank you and we'll catch you next week. Happy, Happy Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Oh. <laughs> You're an idiot.